0: To Super Bowl LVII, because I can't read Roman numerals, didn't learn how, I'm not going to learn how now, I'm too old. Will Brinson, Ryan Wilson, John Breach, Tyler Sullivan hanging out here in lovely Phoenix, Arizona, on CBS Sports HQ for the Pick 6 Podcast Show. How we doing, fellas? Breach.
1: It's Super Bowl 57, so now you know.
0: Ah, 57, thank you. We're good to go. Uh, for the
2: next six months, once this game is over, I'm going to spend the entire offseason teaching Brinson Roman numerals. That is the only thing I have on the docket for the next six months. Uh, I can't even do mountain time. I can't do Roman numerals.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I was sitting around waiting to do an interview on Monday, and I was like "Call the guy, I'm like, were well, you going to call me or what? He's like, dude, it's like an hour away. It's, that's, mountain time just doesn't work for me. Roman numerals, I didn't expect it to do them all. By the way, shout out to uh Nationally ranked NC State, Wolfpack. Only team in North Carolina to be nationally ranked right now. Did you know that? It's a fun fact. North Carolina, Duke, no. Wolfpack tonight at Virginia. Let's go. But nobody cares about it. Actually, you do it former NC State football player Russell Wilson, how about that segue, Mm. is uh, now being coached by Sean Payton. I don't know if they'll be on hard knocks, but it's going to be a hard knock life for Russell Wilson. Sean Payton delivering Wilson some, uh, not some ultimatums, just some, like I think the the phrase you keep hearing is the new sheriff in town because Sean Payton was asked, like, what do you think about Russell Wilson having his own personal quarterbacks coach hanging around the facility? He's like, I don't know about all that. I'm unfamiliar with that, but we're going to have our guys and we're going to have our players in the building, and that's how it's going to roll. Do you think This is a good start for, for Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, right? It's a good shot, start for Sean Payton for
1: sure, and part of me wonders, Breach and Sully, if Sean Payton saw when Bill Belichick refused to let Tom Brady bring in his personal coach into the building, and then Tom Brady left, and that was obviously bad for Bill Belichick. Maybe Sean Payton's playing the long game with Russ Wilson. He'll get out of that enormous contract, and they can get forward, get forward with the business of finding their quarterback. But I think whether, you know, they, they obviously got to work with Russ, I'm sort of joking there but there has to be rules in place and that's why during the process I thought there needed to be someone in there whether they knew X's or no's or not breached that they would be able to set down the rules and Russell Wilson would have to follow those rules
2: well what you need is someone in there who is not afraid to tell Russell Wilson no and clearly a first-year coach who had never been a head coach in the NFL before is not that person oh Russell you want to have your personal coach sure thing oh you want to have your chiropractor in here yeah bring him in oh you want your own office you know what no one else has one but yeah you, you want to call
0: plays too. go for
2: it, Russ. Just whatever you want Russ no Sean Payton is gonna lay down the law and like you said if Tom Brady a seven-time Super Bowl winner can't bring his uh, fitness guy in there you certainly cannot expect to have that if you're Russell
3: Wilson so I like that Sean Payton is uh, laying down the rules right away well they were allowing Tom Brady's personal trainer in the building <laughs> it was just in the upper suites where nobody near the players are anywhere in, in the locker room but ultimately this is about setting a culture right as much as we're talking about hard nose changing the offense being a disciplinarian it's about setting a tone that's totally different from what we saw a year ago in Denver because what we saw with Nathaniel Hackett I mean they were bringing in different head coaches or different coaching assistants midway through to help him make decisions and so now that you're actually laying down the law setting things up for Russell Wilson that's going to help them obviously change the offense as they move forward as well
0: yeah and look i mean like you talk about the offense and what like what happened last year they were like Every, the first five games were like three or four like false start penalties or delay game penalties. Mm. And what, what was ha- mostly delay games, what was happening was, as I understand it, Nathaniel Hackett was calling a play, calling several plays, essentially giving Russell Wilson multiple options from which to choose. And so once he gets those three plays called into Russell, then you would have, you know, Russell then goes and like has to decide. And so by the time he's like getting the play into the teammates and calling the play and they're getting the line of scrimmage, there's no time left to go. And they get the delay games or the false starts and all these mistakes are being made. I mean, it's just not how a proper operation is run. Sean Payton knows how to run an offense. That's why everyone has kind of buying back in a little bit to the Denver Broncos. On the other side of the ball for another team on another conference. That's a terrible segue. The Minnesota Vikings, after firing Ed Donatel for a disastrous uh, playoff performance. And, of course, you know, regular season, we saw the Colts light him up. Giants torture him in the playoffs. The Minnesota Vikings defense was a train wreck. They have gone out and hired a big name. And a guy who's uh, been fairly controversial in terms of his firing in Miami and then suing the league, Brian Flores. Ryan, now uh, now, now with the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Your thoughts on that
1: hire? I think he's a great hire and I don't even know if he was controversial after the first few weeks of what happened because that was probably 53 weeks ago uh, because I was at the Senior Bowl at the time and, and that sort of took away from the Senior Bowl because it's obviously a pretty big event but then over the summer Mike Tomlin hired him and they did it quickly and Tomlin has since told the story where he went into uh, the Rooney's office and said I'm thinking about hiring Hiring Brian Flores and all he got back was good and there's not been a peep since he's been great with the linebackers which is the, the capacity he served in Pittsburgh he was up for a head coaching job I think in Arizona you mentioned yesterday breach and this is a great get for a Vikings team that I think we can all agree we like to take shots at Kirk Cousins Kirk Cousins wasn't the problem last year it was that god-awful defense that uh, what we I think the stat was they they played 18 games they, they won 18 games or 17 games at least by three scores or le- three points or less uh, that's Only a slight exaggeration. I think it's a great hire. If you fix the defense, you're going to have every chance to compete in that division with Aaron Rodgers up in the air.
2: Yeah, I think if there's one loser here, it's Arizona Cardinals because Brian Flores is no longer in the running for your head coaching job. Uh, But for the Vikings, this does feel like a fantastic hire because you look at what he's done over the past few years, whether it was running the defense in New England, whether it was uh, his first couple years with the Dolphins, where he was a successful coach and he started to turn that team around. Uh, before things got bad and and they got rid of him. But I feel like the Vikings' job is win-win situation for him. Because as you mentioned, Ryan, this defense was so bad last year, I don't think they can be any worse. So what's going to happen is they're going to improve at least a little bit. That's going to make Flores look good. And and then if they improve a lot, then they're a Super Bowl contender. And if third in this game next year, then Brian Flores is a genius, and he's going to be head coach in 2024.
3: Well, it was 100% reason why we all thought they were fool's gold, right? I mean, it was nothing like Ryan was saying. It was nothing about the offense. It was all the defense. They had 12 wins. They had the worst point differential in DVOA of any 12-win team or better. It was embarrassing, and that's why I, I pegged them. That I knew the Giants were going to beat them in that game. I mean, there was no faith going into Minnesota, and it was only because of that defense. And following Flores from my time in New England, he is a tone setter on that yep. side of the ball. He is somebody who will come in and command a room. He's obviously a head coach for a reason in the NFL with Miami, but that was never the issue with Miami as well. It was all because he didn't like Tua. He can coach defense, and that is what's going to help them next year in the NFC North.
0: Yeah, no no doubt about it. The uh, San Francisco 49ers also hired a defensive coordinator former Panthers interim head coach and I mean you know definitely some ties here with Steve Wilkes and Brian Flores both were involved in that lawsuit the 49ers brought on Wilkes as their defensive coordinator uh, yeah, our, our pal Adam friend of the podcast Adam Beasley actually reported for uh, Pro Football Network that there are several Panthers players who were unhappy with the idea that Steve Wilkes wasn't retained as head coach and that Frank Wright was brought in um, you yeah, know ultimately yeah, we can quibble about that but this is a pretty good poll by the 49ers after losing another defensive coordinator to a head Coaching position to D'Amico Ryan's who went to Houston.
1: Yeah. No. We'll find out in a few nights when Breach is covering this for. I think Sullivan as well, Tyler Sullivan as well. Uh, the uh, NFL honors. Who is going to be Coach of the Year? My vote is Brian Dable. No one cares. But if you told me that Steve Wilkes won it after going six and six when Matt Rule <laughs> and
0: his baggy khaki pants got fired, I would be like, oh, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa! They're not baggy. They're wrinkled. <laughs> they're wrinkled. <laughs> they're wrinkled. There's a big difference. And that's
1: per owner, David Tepper. <laughs> yeah. not, that's not me calling he's, out Matt Re- Rule. Matt
0: sweaty and dresses like bleep. <laughs> yeah. That's that's
1: billionaire money talking. <laughs> yeah, that's that's
0: but I, I think the
1: takeaway for me is Steve Wilkes, you can make the case, and, and Brinson mentioned it earlier, but Brian Burns came out and said, I would love for Steve Wilkes to be here. Now, Frank Reich is not a bad hire. In fact, it's a great hire, especially if you're trying to get that offensive go- offense going. But now Steve Wilkes goes to San Francisco where he follows Robert Sala, where he follows D'Amico Ryans, and he's going to have, and Sully just talked about what the Vikings could potentially be, the the the, excuse me, the 49ers, once they get the quarterback situation sorted out in a good way, they're going to be in the mix for one of the best teams in the NFC, Breach.
2: Yeah, we've seen that defense the last few seasons has been one of the best in the NFL. I mean we should just go ahead and congratulate Steve Wilkes on getting a head coaching job next year because that's what happens if you're a 49ers defensive coordinator. We saw it with Robert Sala now coaching the Jets. We saw it with D'Amico Ryans uh, who just got hired in Houston and I don't think this defense is gonna fall off at all with Steve Wilkes running the show and honestly this might end up working better off for him. It would have been great to have the Carolina job but you go to San Francisco this team is gonna be a Super Bowl contender next year. Uh, the defense looks good and then boom maybe you're in a better situation as a head coaching candidate next year.
3: Yeah, I mean I think it's a slam dunk, not to toot my own horn here but when we were doing the D'Amico Ryan's emergency you did, podcast. You did do this, I, you did say
0: this you did I say did say this. Say that. I knew somebody had said it. I couldn't remember who it was.
3: I did say that Steve Wilkes would be the ideal candidate for San Francisco and you know, looks what look what happened. And, and ultimately, this is setting yourself up to have an impeccable resume to get yourself a head coaching job. Obviously he already has that with what he was able to do with Carolina. He was certainly worthy of it going into this hiring cycle, but now you pair yourself with Nick Bosa, and now you pair yourself with the top defense in the NFL. There's really going to be no drop-off here for San Francisco. Like like Ryan was saying, they are still a top-tier Super Bowl contender. When when this Super Bowl is all said and done, it would not surprise me if they're the betting favorite to win the Super Bowl next year, no matter what happens in this game between these two teams.
0: Lot lot to be sorted out of the quarterback position, obviously. And I, I am curious with you know with Wilkes, um, exactly what uh, you know what what we get in ter- like Wilkes when he was the Head coach of the Cardinals and when he was last defensive coordinator of the Panthers, you know very blitz heavy. And so I'm just curious to see how he approaches that. Like they got the personnel to do it, because they can hold up on the back end. You get him, Fred Warner's a great blitzing, you know, linebacker, and just I mean it'd be very interesting to see how he fits with that personnel. I'm sure that they will like him. And, and aggressive look, aggressive defensive, you know, play calling, not something that Kyle Shanahan's gonna shy away from. Be very curious to see how that plays out. Aaron Rodgers. Ah yes, can't have an offseason. You know, It's funny because we all used to feel bad for Aaron Rodgers because Brett Favre. Was yo-yoing him all over the place, and he couldn't decide what he's going to do. And he's in, he's out, he's not. He's retired, he's not retired. It's like in Rogers, you know, Rogers, you knew would vow never to do that same thing to whoever was his, uh, whoever was following him. And yet here we are, Rogers uh, saying that Devontae misses you is what he heard at uh, Pebble Beach, and he said that the Raiders were the predominant team that were that he saw repped, and people were talking about him going to the Raiders. He said it with a sly grin, and then earlier. Today he was on the Pat McAfee show I'm not sure you guys caught this but he said that he's he's trying to decide he's got to go to his isolation place he's got to go to his darkness chamber it's a four-day darkness retreat where there's no music they're like in a box or something like a dark room with like two slits of people slide food in a couple times a day no music just you and the darkness and your thoughts and that's how he's gonna figure out what he wants to do is he approaching a level like that's worse than far Ryan and if he when he eventually decides that he's gonna keep playing which he will is he gonna go to the Raiders or stay in Green Bay? I'm
1: I'm stuttering. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because I'm trying to do the math about is he worse than Favre. I don't think, I think Favre was very simple in that he just couldn't make up his mind, right? It feel, Favre feels like a guy who loves football and probably has a, he goes hunting and probably doesn't do a lot else, right? It feels like Aaron Rodgers, through the years we've seen him come off as something of an intellectual. At least he tries to portray himself as such and he seems like a smart guy, but it felt like such things didn't didn't worry Brett Favre. Now look, if he wants to do this retreat and, and go sit in a dark room and pretend he's in a prison for four days. That's his business, and that's what you know. rich people do when they get rich. They do weird things. Uh, at the end of the day, he's still probably the best quarterback in Green Bay. He would be the best quarterback in Las Vegas, of course. But Breach, if you're either of those places, you're trying to figure out the quarterback situation. One team has Jordan Love, a young quarterback. The other team doesn't have anyone, but you have a high draft pick. So I would feel like in both situations i just want to get a young quarterback well and part of this
2: is when rogers is doing this stuff trying to obtain super omnigalactic oneness by locking <laughs> himself in a dark room uh, <laughs> is that he is missing the off season that was some of the chatter you heard last year was he wasn't around for spring workouts and otas to build chemistry with these new guys and so it seems like that's going to be a concern once again this off season and so Look, whether it's his South American drug retreats or his <laughs> locking himself in a dark room, he's trying new things. That's fine if he's winning MVPs and Super Bowls. Right. But since we've seen him flip, it's been a little dicier. So I think if I'm the Packers or if I'm whatever team obtains him, I'm at least like maybe a minuscule concerned about everything.
3: I think he's slowly turning into like the NFL's David Blaine. He's just doing weird nice. and <laughs> weirder things. Soon enough, <laughs> he's going to be like wrapped in ice for like four days. Like, he's just, not dead yet. I mean, it's just it's unbelievable what what we've been seeing. The um,
0: NFL Garth Brooks, right? He's like, he's got a, he's got a, who's a, who's Garth Brooks' alter ego that he, he did the, the album Chris, with? Uh, Chris. Chris. Uh, looking at the wrong person. Okay, yeah. Anyway, well, We don't listen to that. But, but if you're Green Bay, Whoops. at a certain point, don't you just say,
3: enough with this guy? We do have right. a young quarterback in Jordan Love that we haven't traded yet through all of this which would tell you that they probably like him. I mean, you're probably not getting a first round pickback, but you would still want to see that asset through. I don't know why at this point, when you trade away Devontae Adams last offseason, you're kind of in that rebuilding mode. You're probably going to get rid of Aaron Jones this year as well, right? I mean, that seems like a salary cap issue that you're going to get rid of. You move on with AJ Dillon, you move on with Jordan Love. It feels like the right time for them to maybe call things off for the Raiders. You say that they could probably have a young quarterback with that top pick, but they kind of have a roster that's a little bit older. They trade for yep. Devontae Adams. They, they signed Trent Chandler Jones. They brought in different veterans. They kind of feel like they're a little bit more urgent in their approach.
1: But in that division, you're basically just kicking the can down the road because you're not winning that division next year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, look. I don't. I don't. I, I, I don't know, man. Rogers. Look, I want Rogers in Las Vegas. I may have even said Oakland earlier. I want him. I've said Oakland several times this week. I want him in Las Vegas. You think about that combo of like Rogers, Mahomes, Justin Herbert. And Russell Wilson, like now with Sean Payton. I mean, that, that might actually deliver on all the promises that we were given this past offseason next year. Okay. I didn't sign off on this topic, but here we are. I didn't, this is Sully's idea, I demanded that I'm not coming on HQ unless we talk about Tom Brady posing in his underwear. The thing that happened, I assume we're now going to show it on TV or do I just have to describe what happened when it came to Tom Brady? Oh, Thank you. There we go, there it is. Did I do it right? Tom Brady said, um, I don't know, like six months ago that if he got 40,000 likes on a tweet, he would recreate a picture of somebody in his underwear holding himself and taking a selfie. And Tom Brady did that. He's trying to sell underwear. Uh, I mean, (laughs) Sully, <laughs> Ryan, I know that this is—I know that you know this is your favorite. So this, this is, is my Tommy. wheelhouse. It turns out. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you think about Tom Brady here?
1: You know, it's again. At one point, he—he he was from a Northern California kid. He, he went to school in Michigan, and he was like every one of us when we went to college, except for probably Brinson. Um, no offense. <laughs> Question it. No, I'm kidding. Um, I know you were. And they, ironically enough, you did sit around a lot in your underwear, so it makes. But my overall point is, at some point, when you get hundreds of millions of dollars and you're married to models, you do things that you probably wouldn't do. Russ Wilson and Cr probably do things that that we normally don't do. I get all that, but my I'm fine with it. Whatever. He, he's he's getting well compensated. But I'll just ask you this, Breach, because you are a connoisseur of pop culture in like the weirdest corners of pop culture. What was more troubling is how we'll tr- the, describe it. This photograph? Graph here of Tom Brady's underwear as a 45 year old or the one where he's hugging a goat 20 years ago as part of the GQ shoot I believe. Well, it's the,
2: I, I would probably say this one look he retires from football and it instantly hits a midlife crisis maybe okay. that yeah, is a small issue much. but you know what I'm not going to judge Tom Brady because who amongst us has not sat in their hotel room in their underwear in that pose we've all done it we just don't share our pictures on Twitter. Uh, we have all done it, right? I uh, don't oh, know. I guess uh, sure. I mean, I've said it on a hotel I'm, I'm my telling it my on myself. Like, not in the po- not So not to start the I told it on myself.
3: I was waiting to say, say this. If I do, full, what is it, 40,000 likes? Do I do that now? Can I? I you can like do I, that. Yeah, 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 I feel like I need to follow in my in my quarterback's footsteps. Except your point underwear point. has
2: to be made of a cactus to I'll celebrate the fact all the that Brady we're in Texas. At that point,
3: I mean, it, it's perfect. I've already bought 10 pairs. All
1: right. Whoever put this on the rundown, they just probably got fired. Somebody's always
0: like, what? Who put that on the rundown? Yikes. Um. Coming up next, bold predictions on the offensive side for Super Bowl 57 after the break here on the Pick 6 Podcast Show on CBS Sports HQ.
2: Robert Half research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half.
0: Big Six podcast show here on CBS Sports HQ. Wilbertson, Ryan Wilson, John Breach, Tyler Sullivan, hanging out here in beautiful Hance Park, did so I pronounce it right? I was scared I was going to say Pants Park for some reason. You got it. Uh, thank you. Fantastic work by me. Super Bowl 57! Incredible weather, incredible city. Phoenix is uh, starting to get, you can start to feel a little buzz building. You get know, all, you know, Monday's slow, Tuesday starts to creep up, Wednesday and Thursday, you really get popping. And then, of course, the weekend things get rolling ahead of the big game. We got some big, bold predictions for said big game. And Breach, we're going to start with you on the offensive side of things. Get- me your bold prediction offensively for Super Bowl 57.
2: Well, my bold prediction is that you guys refer to me as young Ben Affleck for the rest of the week uh, since one of our Pick 6 fans referred to me as You know,
0: that. we only have so much time here, so let's not <laughs> delve into okay, fun, okay. You know, the fiction can be funny, however, the truth is much more enlightening. Get my bold prediction for
2: Super Bowl 57 on the offensive side of the ball is that Patrick Mahomes throws for 400 yards or more. He's going up against an Eagles defense that only surrendered more than 300 yards just one time the entire season. That was Dak Prescott in December, threw for 347 yards, uh, and that was it. That was the only quarterback who threw for more than 300. Also, you don't see 400-yard passers happen too often in the Super Bowl. It's only happened three times ever. Two of them were by Tom Brady uh, and one of them by Kurt Warner. So that's what we're looking at here. And you know what? This He doesn't have Tyreek Hill. It is Travis Kelsey. He's got a banged-up receiving core, but I still think he hits the 400 yards.
0: That's good. I'm glad you didn't say 300 yards because, as you can see, he has the second most 300 yard passing games in, in, in history. Sully, what do you think? What's your bold prediction offensively for the Super Bowl? My bold prediction is that
3: Jalen Hurts is going to shatter the rushing record mm. for a quarterback in the Super Bowl. The record's 64 by Steve McNair in 1994.
1: <laughs> that's, that's
3: low. It's very low. I'm saying he's not only really going to break it, he's going to rush for 100 yards in this game. You ask, okay, has he done that once? He's done that once before this season. He's gone over the record four times this season. So for me, Jalen Hurts, he has multiple double-digit carry games. To me, this is one that he's going to absolutely shatter because Kansas City Chiefs give up the third-most rushing yards to quarterbacks this season. It's
0: pretty it's to look at that list of quarterbacks with the most rushing yards in Super Bowl history. Yet yeah, McNair, Colin Kaepernick, Steve Young. Did I see Joe Montana up there? That was career, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But still, the fact that Joe Montana's I was third. like, I was like, man, that doesn't seem like a very Montana-esque stat. But sure, whatever. Oh, works. Uh, Wilson, what about you? You going back to the? You go to stay on the Eagles? Or you going to go with the uh, the Chiefs? No, I'm
1: going back to the to the Chiefs, and um, I won't spoil what our Super Bowl predictions are. But maybe you can get some hints by as we do these bowl predictions. But, I'm going with... This guy named Travis Kelsey out of your hometown, Cincinnati. he is going to go for 150 receiving yards. Let me ask you this, Breach, because uh, I like you the best on this set. No offense, guys. Thank you. Do you know who holds the record for most receiving yards in the
2: Super
0: Bowl? I, I'm taking offense is to it that, by Jerry the way Rice?
1: It is yeah. Jerry Rice uh, at is 151. So Travis Kelsey against the Cincinnati Bengals. Who's I'm rub it in my face? Who was kicker in that game? I don't want to talk about it. The great oh, Jim Breach, Breach's dad. So that's the great thing. But I, Travis Kelsey's going to miss the record by one yard. Uh, he has also. Sorts of records as you see if you're watching us uh, on the old HQ, and I think he's going to go bananas as Brinson likes to say.
0: B- I think say B A
1: N A N A S bananas. That's right.
0: Uh, okay. I'm going to go with my bowl prediction. I'm going to go back to the Eagles. Again, you can probably tell where we're headed with our picks and our predictions based on how we're going with these bold predictions. My wide receiver number one in my heart, a man that I I mean, I love him more than like my son, but I love him like definitely more than like several family members who are like within a like decently close range to immediately around right, the holidays. And you yeah 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 guy's digging a deep not, hole. Let's, yeah, let's get this is going to happen. In court. We're not just, just name get to any right. specific yeah. names. Yeah.
1: Mom, the
0: first segment uh, ever gets subpoenaed know, is going to yeah. be this
1: bold prediction by Brinson.
0: A.J. Brown.
1: Thank you, Lord I love Jesus. It,
0: A grown ass man. What's his full name? Uh, oh, God, I knew this, actually. Arthur Juan Thank Brown. You, God, you. I forgot. If you hadn't asked me, I would have known it because we talked about it. What's his nickname? Today. Grown-ass man. Swole Batman. Said he's a he swole Batman. Um, I got a great picture of him at, uh, at media night on Monday. You can tell he's he's serious. He didn't want any of the shenanigans at media night. He turned down a chance to read a fake script from some German rogue journalists who were trying to play off the, the, the PFT, uh, Arian Foster thing. He refused to answer Who he would save if he had to pick one teammate in a zombie apocalypse. Mm. This man is locked in. And he's going to go for three touchdowns on Super Bowl Sunday. I was going to go 150 yards. That feels weak,
1: Wilson. All right, what do you got?
0: Three touchdowns. And, by the way, you can bet that at Caesars. 35-1 to actually feels a little cheap relative to. They may have moved it because of me, honestly. Uh, So three touchdowns for A.J. Brown. The Brinson bump. That's right, the Brinson bump, as we all know. Coming up next, Travis Kelsey. Can the Eagles stop him? Some defensive predictions after the break here on the Pick Six Podcast Show on CBS Sports HQ. the big six podcast show here on cbs sports hq will Britson ryan wilson john breach and tyler sullivan in our haste and our excitement over being live here in phoenix arizona the enthusiasm we share for each other we rushed through our offensive ball predictions and forgot to grade them so which we'll is something
2: back. we've been doing throughout the process yes, you, know, you know, i wish in college there's a couple times where my professor forgot to give me a grade
0: yeah. You know what? Well, you know I'm not going to tell you stories about my grades in college. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's only it's only a 25 minute show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, exactly. So uh, instead, we'll start with mine. I'll let you guys grade it, and then we'll just move down. I right, so remind we'll just quickly. Through. AJ Brown, three touchdowns. Could be rushing, receiving. You know, he could be a, he could he could return a kick. Three touchdowns in the Super Bowl. I'll give that an A. Breach. Yes. Three touchdowns
3: in the Super Bowl is unheard of. I will also give it an A. I'll give it an eight a- minus because I feel like Will changed it in the midst of the break. There, it felt like he was receiving touchdowns, and then all of a sudden it was in. Ah,
0: very good call, good call, Sully. By the way, to, I, I'm glad that I went first to it. I can note that yes. you, you guys are cowards now that we're in person. It's like that's a B plus at best if we're all on the podcast. Uh, Wilson, what was your Travis Kelsey goes for 151, short
1: of the all time record held by Jerry Rice. Breach. Uh, wait, what all time record is he
2: going for? Total, just of all time in a single. Postseason single game
1: or career postseason? Well, he has all those things lined up, but the one I want specifically is 150 in the, in the actual. Okay, well, the Super single game Super Bowl record.
2: I got confused. You made a prediction. I might have to doubt. Is over 200? I don't Ooh. have the number right in front of me. It's like oh. 225. It's I want to say it's oh. a tough scene, but it, it, it is an extremely high number,
0: and so I think you mean he needs 150 to catch Jerry Rice all time. Oh yeah, don't worry. Go ahead. <laughs> So I'm going to have to give a, your grade a, a C. Wow.
1: I mean, I'm lucky I didn't get an I for you have to take the class a, over. A
0: C C isn't confused.
1: By, by the way, Debo, that's oh, why no. Debo wanted us to
3: talk about this. All right, uh, go the ahead, Sully. Yeah, that's, that's a C, Wilson. Thank you.
0: I'll take the C. I'll I'll the be, C. I'm going to give you a, a B minus because I like oh, you. Oh, thank you. In person, I'm a much nicer grader.
1: Thank you. I mean, I'm actually you can't tell, but I'm blushing. He is blushing. I can
2: tell. I'm next to you. All right, Breach, what's yours? Uh, Mine was that... Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Mahomes throws for at least 400 yards, which has only happened three times in Super Bowl history.
1: I mean, that sounds... Right, it's bowl... Okay, uh, B+. I don't like you very much. Go ahead.
0: Oh, hey, okay. Brinson? Um... I'll give you an A-minus. No, you know I'm going to go plus. I'm okay. going to be plus because right a- I, feel like, a- no, plus. I feel like there's a loophole here. and Because you, you try, and, and because we have a, three, a $50 bet on the 350-yard thing. I know you got some You're loophole there, You're the guy too. that
2: literally created a loophole as soon as we came back from break and Tyler called you out for it, not Well, you, not you should. No, all right, all
3: right nice. Sully. What's your reminder? Yep. Jalen Hurts shatters the rushing record by Steve McNair, which is 64. Yeah. He goes for over 100. Go ahead, Breach. I'm going to give it an A-minus. I, I it, It's
2: bold, but it... I didn't know the record was so low. It's just such a low either. number, yeah, yeah. but
1: I give Sully credit for going above
2: and beyond the record. So I'm giving yeah, him an plus A. Plus would have been 150. A minus is 100. I
0: give That's an A. I mean. Yeah, I'll, I'll, say, I'll give you A like, as well. Look, sure. Sully is Sully is rapidly moving up the ranks. You're already number two in the breachy and power ranks of finding like pretty solid <laughs> loopholes <laughs> to come up with these these like. And also, you know, hurt shoulder hurt for hurts. It, it, you know, if he ran for 100 yards, that would
1: be pretty. Impressive. By the way, quickly, if you follow us on the podcast, we've been doing these these uh, rankings all playoffs, and I was in first place. And by virtue of the fact that I misread the actual question, I may have been disqualified from the competition, but we'll move on to the defensive side. Yeah,
0: and uh, I have one point so far this season, so that's, that's pretty good by me. Defensive bold predictions. Breach will begin with you. What is your defensive ball prediction for the Super Bowl on Sunday?
2: Defensive ball prediction is that the Kansas City Chiefs pick off three passes, which means we're going to see Jalen Hurts throw three interceptions. He did not throw three interceptions in any game this season. I just think his shoulder's a little banged up. I think Kansas City can jump out to a lead. They're going to, Eagles have to throw a little bit more than they would like. And I don't think we talked about these, uh, the young Chiefs secondary earlier this week. They're not going to be intimidated. They went against T. Higgins and Jamar Chase in the AFC title game. They acquitted themselves well. I think they, can handle Devontae Brown, or Devante Smith and A.J. <laughs> Brown, I don't think they're going to shut them down, uh, but I'm going to say the Chiefs get
1: three interceptions. Do a want to vote now, Brenton? Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll get through and do the
2: Tyler, why do you vote so on that? Yeah.
3: I'll give you a B on that, B+. plus. Yeah. Which is it? B+. plus. Okay, B+. plus. Oh, wait, in so fun facts? No quarterback
2: has thrown three interceptions since Super Bowl 39, and it was also an Eagles quarterback.
1: Go Fools. I'm going to get – I actually like this. I think this is this is a great bowl prediction. I will give you an A, young Ben Affleck. Yep,
0: Thank you. I'm going to give you an A, um, young Charlie Guisano. <laughs> there it is. I think that uh, – look, three. if, if Jalen Hurts – if the Eagles throw three interceptions against a, a secondary that is largely comprised of you know, like rookie cornerbacks, that would be a pretty shocking situation, especially given their receivers. But the way that they played against – if they played the way they played against the Bengals – and they get three interceptions in this game. It's going to get ugly for and, these guys. And other where's teams. my out? It is maybe there's right before halftime. He throws the home run. gets picked off. That's one. That's it. Yeah, 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 right. we Gardner we, Minshew we comes in. Yeah, we we, it. It. We, don't, we don't need it. Yeah. Hey, Gardner Minshew comes in. <laughs> gets traded for a third round pick later. Yes. All right, Tyler Sullivan, your bold prediction on the defensive side of the ball. I am going to go with the Eagles sack
3: Patrick Mahomes six times. Wow. Will be the most in his career. He had five back in Week Ten during the 2018 season. He's going to be under siege throughout the entire. Super Bowl, and you look at what the Philadelphia Eagles front seven has been able to do. They they are on a absolutely historic pace. 78 sacks, including the playoffs this season. That's the third most in NFL history. They have multiple guys with multiple twelve <laughs> or multiple guys with 12 or more sacks. To me, they have just been absolutely dominating against these quarterbacks. And I think Patrick Mahomes going to be the latest victim.
1: So uh, let me double up because mine actually co- coattails on Sully's, and then we'll do the double vote like we sometimes do in the actual podcast my bold prediction is that the eagles get 25 no my bold prediction is that (laughs) hassan reddick who as Sully sort of alluded to 16 sacks in the regular season 19.5 sacks total throughout when you combine the playoffs hassan reddick will have 4.5 sacks four and a half sacks in this game tying the nfl record in the super bowl held by charles haley and of course von miller a few years ago So four and a half for me, six total according to Sully, breach you can vote in however order you'd like.
2: I am gonna say this is an A+. plus. That is an A because four and a half by one person slightly beats That's five true. sacks That's by true. the entire team. But I think they are both very good predictions. And I think, again, I don't know, Ryan, you need to hire me as your stack guy to look up your records. I think four and a half sacks is the career record. So you're saying that Hassan <laughs> record Hassan <laughs> is going to tie the career record in one Super Bowl, which makes it even more
0: impressive. Oh,
1: yeah, you're exactly right. So five <laughs> games for Charles Haley, so two games for
2: Von Miller. No,
0: you didn't mean that, i, I didn't, not Yeah, I knew. I knew that one. Just to be clear, Hassan Reddick is going to tie Von Miller's two-game record. record. Charles Haley's five-game record. Charles Haley five Super Bowls at four and a half sacks. Okay, um, top that. Uh, I will, I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give Sully an A minus, and I'm gonna give Ryan a B. Um, I,
1: look, tough, tough day for Wilson. Let's be honest here.
0: Look, this is an unusually it's usually does unusual, the most research. That's I know, what this I is an know. unusual confusion level for Wilson. Uh, additionally, it's like it, it kind of contradicts most of your other like. It feels like you're very Chiefs on Chiefs here, and then you've got Hassan Reddick with four and a half sacks. Like if Mahomes gets sacked four and a half times by Hassan Reddick, it's gonna be a tough day. But in the Chiefs. in the first round,
1: the first Bengals playoff game. I had Joe Burrow getting crushed, but I had them winning. So I was that's sort all of the right, angle I'm here, going with. Okay, all right, this is totally fine. But um, I, I am struggling, no doubt about yeah. that.
3: <laughs> I, I think Wilson needs to go into the Aaron Rodgers dark yeah, chamber yeah, for a little bit. I was <laughs> making fun of that. Read joke's your, on me. we you need you four days? Do we need any? I need a grade here. I'll okay. give you an A- minus because I feel like mine's an A. And I want to be better than that.
0: Okay, that's not. right. That's fair. And I'll, I'll give t- a Tyler an A. Tyler's was, was good. Uh, okay, uh, my bold prediction actually sort of ties in with those a little bit. Hassan Redick scores a touchdown in this game. Ooh. I don't know. I mean again I'm not I'm not gonna lock it in on as like a, a strip sack fumble or an interception. I just think that this guy is he's such a freak athlete. I mean, you know, even coming out of college, you know, he was drafted by the Cardinals, it, it just felt like he was gonna be sort of one of those new wave defenders. It didn't work out exactly the way that Arizona wanted it to. Had a great last year with him, goes to Carolina, insanely productive despite playing for a wrinkled khaki pal Matt Rule, his old college coach, and then gets his free agent contract in Philadelphia to come back home. He'd loved it in Carolina. Wanted to keep playing for rule but really wanted to come back home. Comes back home to just, just like live up to the money. Exceeds the contract that they gave him and has been one of the biggest additions for Philadelphia this offseason. Hassan Redick touchdown. And uh, I would at least sprinkle. Just, you're good. Don't- no, 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 I'm not, I'm not <laughs> suggesting this is part of the bowl prediction. Okay. I'm suggesting for those listening or watching out there, maybe just sprinkle a little bit of Hassan Redick, Super Bowl MVP. Ooh, and that's I mean, what four that's and a half, 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 half sacks will get you. Yeah, yeah, there we go. By, that's, by that's, the way, can, can I point out quickly that Breach didn't have to
1: say anything on either of my bowl predictions. He but, did not. But he did yet not. he chose <laughs> <laughs> to, to he call chose. me out.
0: He's like, he's like, I do happen <laughs> to have this in the back of my head. <laughs> he is. If somebody's listening and they're
2: thinking that is not even close to correct, I'd rather have us be. He is well,
1: actually, Oscar from the
2: Office. Well, actually, anyway, I'm giving some an A. What do you got? Uh, I'm also going, well, actually, I'm not going to give him an A. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give him an A- because okay. he's laughing what? your joke for
1: making fun of me.
0: Okay. I'll give you an A. I mean, the it's been fantastic. This is the best performance of my postseason career in the, in the ball prediction game. This,
1: this is going to be the 49ers. Uh, uh, what was the big comeback game in the playoffs? Oh, the, the, the Jaguars-Chargers in terms mm. of me leading early in this Contest. You're yeah. the Chargers up 27 0. Boy, Brinson's oh boy. Doug
0: Peterson. And I'm I should have stayed around. in the locker room. <laughs> okay. That's it. Is that, no, no. Do we get all the defensive predictions? We have them all. The new yep, format absolutely. kind of threw me off a little <laughs> bit. Okay. We have some more bull predictions that we'll give out, and we're going to do them after the break. Some fun, odd, quirky, off kilter bold predictions that we'll grade coming up next here on the Pick Six Podcast Show on CBS Sports HQ. the big six podcast show here on cbs sports hq wilburton ryan wilson john breach and tyler self and hanging out here in lovely phoenix arizona the home the site of Super Bowl 57 that's right in the past 45 minutes or so i have learned how to read roman numerals there's a big giant sign up there promoting chips of some kind i'm not sure i'm allowed to say what kind on air so i won't but Brinson chips. Yeah, Brinson chips. Poker chips. No one would ever buy Brinson chips. I would buy Brinson chips. That, that's already out of business.
2: Go on, Move on to a different idea.
0: <laughs> all right. Next up, there goes all my funds invested into <laughs> Brinson chips. Foolishly, I suppose. We've given out offensive and defensive bold predictions, and now it's time for... Some fun, quirky, odd, bold predictions. This is basically just anything you want. Can be special teams. Can be, um, you know, the, the the coin lands. Like. Straight up on, somehow, edge. on edge, like no heads, no tails, complete and utter chaos. Uh, there's a, a blackout. The stadium is a, has a blackout, power outage, like breach caused in uh, in New Orleans at one time.
1: 2013. In order
0: you. to get hired by CBS, so he forced his hand. It was, it was a weird thing, but he's admitted to it. Like uh, ironically, years. ironically sabotaging CBS, CBS Super Bowl to get hired by CBS. Any um, year breach? Let me guess. You've got some kind of kicker prediction.
2: Uh, You're half right. We all knew I was going to do some sort of special teams prediction. That's exactly what I'm going to do, although it's not directly kicker-related. My bold prediction is that there will be a special teams touchdown in the Super Bowl. This could be a kickoff return touchdown. This could be a punt return touchdown. This could be a punt block return for a touchdown. This could be a block field goal. When special teams are on the field, there will be a touchdown. Uh, And I'll just say there has never been a punt return touchdown in the history of the Super Bowl. There have only been 10 punt return or kickoff return touchdowns in 56 Super Bowls. Here we have looks like Devin Hester, Hester returned yep. the opening, opening kickoff. kickoff. Yep. Uh, I don't think there has been a kickoff return for touchdowns. touchdown. I had, I
0: had Devin Hester MVP at like seventy to one in that Super Bowl. I was losing my mind after that kickoff, and then of course nothing from Rex Grossman the rest of the way. Jacoby Jones.
2: Yep, and that was uh, one of the last two. The last That's actually one where you sabotaged the Super Bowl. The last kickoff return touchdown was Percy Harvin uh, for the Seahawks. So it doesn't happen often. You don't see a lot of special teams touchdowns That's by ball Prediction.
1: Yeah. Let me ask you a clarifying question, Breach. Let's say that Hassan Reddick is on. The, the punt team oh, and it's and blocked the kick and, and
2: it returns for a it. Who
1: gets the, the points? Ooh,
2: you
3: are... I give that
1: to Breach. Yeah. I mean...
0: What? I,
2: absolutely. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, the judge has spoken, so I'm taking <laughs> the it. judge. That is the good right.
0: I, I get points for that.
2: No, you, because he looks like Ben He just right. said you no, got no, no zero no, no, points. No, no, no. We're
0: each getting a half point at worst
2: for that. That's not what Sully said.
0: Sully's not the judge. If a Redding scores a freaking touchdown by blocking a punt and housing well, you, it, I will be getting half a point. You and I can't
2: vote because it's our stat. Wilson asked the question, so... It's one I think. So. No, no, no. no. Sure. We'll go to we'll find Joe Musa or something. He can be our our. our <laughs> well, does that mean you're giving my uh, bowl prediction A plus?
3: I was going to sell you vote on the bowl prediction. I'll, I'll give it an A. I'll give it an A. That yes. that that is that is good stuff.
0: I'm going to give it a C plus <laughs> because course. you. Here we go. <laughs> Sorry. <for the laughs> smart. Yeah, I, give, I give your grade a D plus <laughs> because you trying to trying to take some part of my points and I think there was a failure to breach by this by saying. So special teams points will be scored. You really left yourself open for safety here. A block punt for a safety. You could have. Brinson, re- a field goal would be a special teams point. That would be the least bold no, prediction no, no, no. of all you time. No, no, You know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, whatever. Whatever. You still get five, B minus. You want to be minus? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Well, who's next? Um, you got a grade, Breaches.
3: Oh, I'm sorry, Breach. I give you an a name. Okay. You. All right. And next up, Sully. I will go with there will be a two-point conversion attempt in this game. Happened last year, and, and you had one obviously converted and actually scored way back in Super Bowl 52 with the Philly Special. That one wasn't really fun for me, but I think that that's what's going to happen. They've had a two-point conversion attempt in 15 of the last 28 Super Bowls since the two-point conversion was put into place in 1994. I think we're going to see one with two aggressive coaches in Andy Reid and Nick Sirianni. Um, yeah,
1: I'll be honest. We've got to move quickly here. I'll give to a B-minus minus. You, you're better than
0: that. Uh,
2: yeah. yeah. I'm going to give a B. If you would have said uh, uh, converted two-pointer, I would have probably bumped it up. But just an
1: attempt, uh, I
2: can't it.
0: Oh. Yeah, I saw that on the rundown and thought, man, B minus. Oh, boy.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, so am it. I up? Yeah, Wilson, what you got? <laughs> so Carl Sheffers and his crew is calling this game. Carl Chepers has averaged uh, 13 penalties per game this season, 13-plus penalties per uh, last season. There are only going to be seven penalties called. They're going to say don't do it, but there's going to be one controversial penalty that might decide this game. What do you think, Breach? A minus for a referee
3: prediction. I love it. Okay. I'll give you an A minus Give you B plus because you're a mean. Yeah. That's probably <laughs> <a good laughs> I'll job. take it.
0: All right. And finally, I'm going to say that this will be the highest scoring Super Bowl in NFL history. Lose 75 points is a record. I will say more than 75 points and total shootout, a close game, points galore, an absolute delightful show. What do you think? All A's. I Eight mean, plus. Yeah, sounds fun. Well. All A's. Really? Yeah, okay. yeah we're That's proud a of you. Good one. Oh well, that's—I mean—I didn't think I'd get a sweeping A's. I mean, I thought at least there'd be some pushback, but you know, you had to had to make sure that you left me an entire minute on the clock here. Well, well, no well Brenton, you didn't predict
2: that Mike Glennon would throw a touchdown past the Super Bowl, so to step up okay, from that the first was, playoff game—that game. conceivable, considering that
0: uh, who's the quarterback starting? It was conceivable because he was on the roster, but in reality. Had the quarterback. <laughs> right. Who was the who's the starter? Like uh, Skyler Thompson. Skylar Thompson. No, come on, man. You tell me, Skylar Thompson <laughs> couldn't have gotten benched or got hurt at some point? And we end up with Mike Glennon in that game. It's entirely possible. All right. That'll do it for us here A Bold Predictions Day. Bold Predictions Tuesday as we do every week in the playoffs. Make sure to check out the Pick Six podcast. Hit up this QR code. Watch it now on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And continue to watch CBS Sports HQ and the devastatingly handsome Chris Hassel live from Phoenix all week long. I'll watch on Fire TV or wherever you get your HQ. Thanks for watching for Brinton, Breach, Sully, and Wilson. I'll see you guys later.